Welcome to the Detox Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Gwena, certified holistic health coach and detox enthusiast, and I'm here to talk all things detox. Toxins exist in our lives in many forms, from the foods we eat, products we use, people we spend time with, and even the thoughts in our heads. Here we discuss how various toxins may be sapping our energy and vitality, and how we can detox to create a life we love. Each week, we'll discuss everything from nutrition, clean beauty, body image, dress management techniques, career and business, relationships, you name it. Whether it's with a guest or just yours truly, we'll get real, raw, and honest and provide tangible tips to detox all areas of our lives. If you're ready to step into the most vibrant version of you, let's get started. chronic headaches, chronic migraines, restless legs, muscle cramping, um, pain in your joints, pain throughout your body, hormonal imbalances, anxiety, depression, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, heart palpitations, like so much can come, can come back to low magnesium. And it's because magnesium is literally present in every single one of our trillions of cells in our body. And there, the, there's over 700 different biochemical reactions that require magnesium in order to happen. So like literally, if we didn't have magnesium, we would perish. It's that important in our systems. So that's why we see such a wide variety of different um, symptoms that are associated with low magnesium. And if you think about all the symptoms I mentioned, I'm sure at some point in your life, you've, you've dealt with them. Or maybe you know somebody who deals with them regularly. Maybe you know somebody with restless leg or, or a friend or a family member who gets those awful Charlie horses in their legs. And it's really their body just screaming out for more minerals in their lives. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Detox Diaries podcast. This week, I had such a great conversation with Natalie Girado. She is a magnesium expert on a mission to educate about this often overlooked mineral. So she has a pretty crazy story. She was struggling with constant anxiety, stress, overwhelm, insomnia, and she was doing all the things that you're supposed to do. She was living a healthy diet, had a healthy lifestyle, but none of these things seemed to improve. And she randomly got this tip from a client that was like, why don't you just try topical magnesium? It might help. And it was like almost instantaneous, the result that she saw in her mood, in her sleep. It was crazy. And since then, she's made it her mission to spread the word about magnesium. And she's even created a product line to support others who have magnesium deficiencies to help to regain their energy, their vitality, and just feel good in their bodies again. So we chat about signs you may have a magnesium deficiency, why most people are deficient in magnesium levels, why your doctor is likely not testing for magnesium deficiency, how to reach optimal levels of magnesium, how she started a product line from scratch with no prior experience or connections, and her top tips if you're thinking about starting a business. So this episode, I mean, it's, I just wanted to run out and tell everybody <laughs> that I knew about this one. It was so interesting. So I think you're going to get so much out of it. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hi, Natalie. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here. And I'd love to just kick it off with you telling us a little bit about yourself and what brought you to doing what you do now. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on. I love talking about my absolute favorite topic in the world, magnesium. So this is kind of a background on what got me started in magnesium and, and researching it and learning all about this mineral. So it wasn't all that long ago that I dealt with 
constant anxiety, panic attacks, overwhelming stress. And worst of all, I had awful, awful, awful insomnia. And so I was doing everything that everybody told me I should do. I was checking all of the boxes, eating a, a healthy, organic, whole foods, plant-based diet. I was exercising regularly. I got rid of all of the toxic products in my house. Like I, I did it all, right? And yet I still felt absolutely awful. So I did what any normal person would do. And I went to the doctor and she was so gracious. And she offered me all the different tests and sent me to a ton of different specialists. And when it was all said and done, she sat me down. She looked me right in the eye and said, Natalie, there is nothing wrong with you. Your blood work is normal. As a matter of fact, this is what happens as you get older. <laughs> and I thought, Oh my goodness. If this is what aging feels like, I want no part of it. Count me out. I'm not doing it. You know? So I, I thought, you know, there, I know she's saying it's normal, but I don't think it's normal. And so I kept digging and I kept researching and I, I met with nutritionists and acupuncturists and any ist that you could possibly imagine. And I still couldn't find any answers. And it wasn't until one day at the time I owned a store, a natural store, and I was talking to one of my customers, letting her know a little bit about what was going on in my life. And she said, you know, have you tried magnesium on your skin? And I thought, you know something, at this point, I will stand upside down on my head if you tell me I'll actually sleep at night. So I tried it. And within a couple of days, I went from sleeping two hours a night to sleeping about six hours a night, which was a huge increase for me. My anxiety started to kind of calm down. I didn't have any panic attacks that week. And I thought, what is this? Like, what, what is this mineral? What is this magic thing that she told me about? And it started this incredible research journey to figure out why my doctors didn't tell me about it. Why, why wasn't I able to get it through the really healthy diet I was eating? Um, why didn't we get tested for that? So my mission now is to spread awareness about this mineral so that other people can have the same freedom and vitality that I feel now. Wow. That is crazy. And I mean, thank God for that woman having that suggestion and what a game changer. Cause also like only sleeping two hours a night. I mean, no wonder you're having all those other issues. It's just like cascading effects of that in and of itself, I'm sure. So I guess, you know, you mentioned all those things you want to spread awareness about. That was kind of my first thought. Like when the doctor ran those tests, I guess they're not testing for magnesium levels. Yeah. So it's, it's two issues. The first is many doctors won't test for magnesium. It's not part of your regular annual physical, basically. So oftentimes we don't get tested for it. And secondly, the test that is typically offered to us, the one that's covered by insurance is a magnesium serum test. Well, the problem is less than 1% of your to body's total magnesium is found in your serum. So the rest of it's stored in your bones and your muscles. So if we're only looking at that tiny little itty bitty bit of, of magnesium in our system, it's not giving us a picture of what's actually happening in the body. Wow. So it's kind of like, is there, is there a test that does tell you the, the, the full spectrum? It's just not something that they would normally recommend because it's not covered by insurance. Exactly. It's not covered by insurance or sometimes doctors are just not aware that that test exists, that, there, that there's a more accurate option out there. And so a better test to request is the magnesium RBC test. And that looks at our red blood cells. What happens is when you're deficient in your magnesium, your, your body's going to reach into the cells and try and get as much magnesium as it possibly can. So it's a better signal that there's something going on behind the scenes. 
an, an alternative to that is an HTMA test, and that's a hair tissue mineral test. It's where they snip a little bit of your hair, you send it to the lab. And I really like that test because it not only tells you what's going on with magnesium, but also your magnesium and calcium balance, because those need to be in good balance. And it also tells you a little bit about the heavy metals that are going on in your system. It'll test for aluminum and mercury and lead and all those baddies as well. Got it. That's actually the test that I got when I started this whole journey years ago. <laughs> and I guess what kind of doctor, because I imagine if you're just someone off the street, it would be hard to do this on your own. You kind of need to work with somebody to help you understand your results. Is there a specific type of doctor that you usually recommend working with for something like that? So yes, um, absolutely. You know, functional medicine doctors, um, naturopathic doctors, it's hard because in the States, depending on what state you live in, will tell you what kind of access you'll have to these alternative medicine practitioners. So I um, live in Florida, which is an amazing state. I love Florida. There's so many great things. We've got great beaches and theme parks, but we have really strict regulations on naturopathic doctors, alternative medicine, functional medicine doctors. So unfortunately, access over here is really limited. Um, you can order certain blood work on your own here in Florida. So you can actually order a magnesium RBC test on your own. Um, it's like $19. It's so much cheaper than going through insurance. So you can, depending on where you live and what you're limited to, you kind of have to work with what you got sometimes. Got it. And do you, is that something that you recommend people get tested for? Or is it kind of like you could just start supplementing or using things and not really be at risk of, you know, like toxicity of having too much or something like that? Absolutely. What you said right there is gold. When it comes to magnesium, magnesium is a mineral. It's not a drug. It's present in our food. So yes, you. it's, it's something that you can, if you're normal, healthy, there's nothing, you know, no other outstanding issues. Yes, you can absolutely supplement with magnesium without any, you know, toxic, terrible side effects or anything like that. Um, because magnesium doesn't build up in your body. So the great thing about this mineral is you take it and if you've had too much, your body will give you a very clear warning signal that you've had too much. Basically, it's gonna come out the other end. So if you've had too much magnesium all at one time, you'll get loose stools or you'll have diarrhea and you will be running to the bathroom, but that's the, the worst problem that's gonna happen if you take too much at once. The only people that really do need to be cautious when supplementing with this mineral are people who have kidney issues because our kidneys filter out that excess magnesium and get rid of it. And if they're not functioning properly, then they can't do that. Got it. That makes sense. And I, the other thing that you mentioned, which is interesting is, you know, you were really focused on eating a healthy diet, doing all of the other things to make sure that your organs are functioning optimally. So you should be absorbing what you're eating, all of that stuff. Why were you deficient in magnesium? So maybe we could get a little bit into that. Yes, I think that that is the question of the day. And of course, there's no direct exact research as to why not only me, but everybody seems to be struggling with this mineral, but I do have my theories. So when I say everybody, the National Institute of Health says that about 70% of Americans fail to get enough magnesium in their diet every single day. So this is definitely an epidemic. This is a widespread problem that's happening to most people here in the United States. And part of the reason, at least my theory is, is that our food is not what it used to be. You know, 50, 100 years ago, our farming practices were very, very different from what they are now. And our soil has become so 
dangerously depleted of minerals, which means our plants and fruits and vegetables are also depleted of minerals and vitamins. I've seen all sorts of wacky studies, but I've seen one that said like an orange from the 1950s had like six to 10 times more vitamin C in it than an orange we pick nowadays. So we're seeing widespread mineral and nutrient deficiencies all across the board. And then we couple that with the fact that our diets are not as healthy as they should be, right? You know, your the foods that are high in magnesium are your dark green leafy vegetables, your nuts and your seeds, your chia seeds, pumpkin seeds, that type of thing are all rich in magnesium. And unfortunately, we tend to go for those hamburgers, hot dogs, pizza, french fries, instead of going for those good dark green leafy veggies that we know we need a lot of. So when we see those two things kind of happening at the same time, it's no wonder we struggle so much. Um, in order to get, for instance, in order to get enough magnesium from spinach, you would have to eat 10 cups of spinach in one day just to get the bare minimum requirements of magnesium in your body. So like, it's a lot, you know, it's definitely a lot. And there's a, there's a whole nother side to magnesium deficiency that I don't think gets mentioned enough. And the first is, yes, of course, we need to get enough into our body, but we also have to be very, very cognizant of how much is coming out of our body on a daily basis. So when you drink caffeinated beverages, it's a diuretic. It's going to pull magnesium out of your system. If you drink alcohol regularly, it's going to affect your magnesium levels. If you eat a lot of sugar, it's going to affect your magnesium. There's actually studies that show that for every one molecule of um, sugar that you consume, you need 54 molecules of magnesium to balance that out. So the more sugar you eat, the harder it is to hold on to that magnesium in your system. So yeah, there's, you know, it's important to look at what's coming in, but it's also important to, to be aware of what's going out as well. So really, when you think about it, it could have been like you were saying, you were eating a healthy diet and everything in your adult life. But if you figure all those years of whatever, you know, most of us growing up did not eat the healthiest diet, whatever damage you've done, you kind of just keep carrying that forward kind of thing. So it's probably really hard to pull yourself out of it unless you're eating, like you said, like 30 cups of spinach a day. <laughs> like, how are you ever going to make up for that lost ground unless you're doing something more significant to supplement? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and one other thing that I forgot to mention was I was going through a really stressful period of time in my life at that moment. And what I later found out is that stress depletes your magnesium. And so we have this like really vicious cycle of, you know, you're stressed out and that depletes magnesium. And one of the symptoms of low magnesium is high stress and anxiety. So you see this like vicious cycle that goes on and, and it kind of spirals you down. It's hard to get out of sometimes. I can imagine. So what, like we talked about, obviously the lack of sleep, the anxiety, the stress, all those kind of like emotional sort of consequences of having low magnesium, what other kind of like telltale signs would people be able to look for? Sure. So, um, we're talking headaches and migraines, chronic headaches, chronic migraines, restless legs, muscle cramping, um, pain in your joints, pain throughout your body, hormonal imbalances, anxiety, depression, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, heart palpitations, like so much can come, can come back to low magnesium. And it's because magnesium is literally present in every single one of our trillions of cells in our body. And there, the, there's over 700 different biochemical reactions that require magnesium in order to happen. So like literally 
if we didn't have magnesium, we would perish. It's that important in our systems. So that's why we see such a wide variety of different um, symptoms that are associated with low magnesium. And if you think about all the symptoms I mentioned, I'm sure at some point in your life, you've, you've dealt with them. Or maybe you know somebody who deals with them regularly. Maybe you know somebody with restless leg or, or a friend or a family member who gets those awful Charlie horses in their legs. And it's really their body just screaming out for more minerals in their lives. And the other thing that's probably hard about that is like, you know, clients and things are coming to my head when you talk about this and they do have other things that they could be addressing too, that are like you said, all that stuff that you've been addressing, but sometimes it's, it's like, there's so much (laughs) to deal with that you're dealing with those other things, but magnesium could kind of be the key to unlock like a lot of what's happening for them that most people are not going to focus on because they're focusing on those big things. For you, it was easier to pinpoint because you'd already addressed all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, something is still definitely up. Absolutely. And 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 that really brings up an important point that I, I always want to drive home is that you can't out supplement a bad diet or a bad lifestyle. So your first line of action when it comes to not only these symptoms, but any symptom you have in your life is to look back at your diet, make sure your diet is clean and you're eating foods that nourish your body. And then make sure your lifestyle is not one that is so hectic and crazy and stressful (laughs) that it's causing health issues. Um, So always address diet and lifestyle first. And then if you're, if you need something to fill in those gaps or kind of put the puzzle pieces together, that's when we look towards supplementing makes total sense. And it's also interesting too, that the way you supplemented at first was through like topical skincare. So I'd love to kind of get into that. Is that kind of what you recommend for people? How do you recommend kind of tackling it once you're like, okay, I think I need to try supplementing. Yes. So I am personally a huge fan of topical, um, simply because you don't risk those side effects that sometimes you can have if you take oral magnesium. Now, I I also take oral magnesium, so I think it's important to do both. Um, I'm a person who has very high magnesium demands. I'm really, really physically active and I live a very, very um, busy lifestyle. So for me, I need more than most. So I do both oral and topical. But um, topical for me is kind of like the golden key. I I can't think of a better word from it other than the golden key that really kind of unlocked the door for me. And that's why so many people deal with gut compromise, you know, leaky gut and a compromised gut and difficulty absorbing um, vitamins and nutrients from their diet. So I feel like topical is a broad paintbrush that, that most people can benefit from simply because it gets into your system and it works really, really, really fast. So when you take a magnesium oral supplement, you've got to take it in, it's got to get digested, break down, and then it's going to go throughout your entire body and land where your body needs it. When you use topical, not only does it enter your bloodstream incredibly fast because you don't have to wait for it to digest, but you can also isolate it to where you need it. So if you're dealing with a leg cramp, for example, you can literally put topical magnesium, either a spray, an oil, a cream, um, just put it right on your leg and your leg gets the benefit of it within minutes. So you don't have to wait for that whole process to happen. Plus, you don't have any possible side effects like, you know, nausea, stomach cramping, or even diarrhea if you take too much magnesium in an oral supplement. And it can be used on the elderly. It can be used on children. Everybody can benefit from it. So definitely a huge fan of topical. And then what really solidified my my, um, passion for using topical magnesium was a 2000, I believe it was 2017 study 
where um, they compared topical magnesium versus oral magnesium. And they found that participants who use magnesium on their skin were able to raise their levels in about 12 weeks, as opposed to six to nine months with people taking oral magnesium. So we see it works very, very effectively. Wow. That's so interesting. And it's also, it so proves the point too of, I mean, a lot of what I talk about with my clients and on this show is how our skin's our biggest organ and what we put on it matters. And people so often overlook that, but that statistic is like, I mean, it's so clear that's such a significant amount of time. Oh yeah. I, I always like compare it to like those little patches, like birth control patches or pain relieving or even nicotine patches. They're like a square inch and you put it on your skin and you're getting a full like week's dose. And so if that's what that tiny little inch can do, can you imagine if we use like toxic paraben rich lotions and stuff like that, that gets into your bloodstream and can really do damage. Yeah. Wow. That's so interesting. And I guess it also makes me think like, is there other like nutrients and stuff that people often get topically or is magnesium a little bit different in the sense of that it's better to get it topically? I know magnesium is your thing and not so much everything else, but just curious if you know yeah. if there's something that makes it different. Um, vitamin D, of course, you know, I think that the role of sunlight hitting your skin to get vitamin D is so underrated. Like we spend more than 90% of our days indoors. Like when you wrap your head around that, like nine, we were not meant to spend 90% of our days indoors. So, um, and, and we are indoors during those prime vitamin D sunshine hours, which are 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. when the sun's rays come down directly and they're able to penetrate our skin faster. So that's when most people are in their office working, right? Or, or kids are at school in the classroom. So it's, it's no surprise whatsoever why we have a huge epidemic of people being vitamin D deficient. Yeah, that makes total sense. And, 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 and another kind of interesting thing is oftentimes when we're vitamin D deficient, our doctors tell us to take a vitamin D supplement, which, you know, obviously that's what you should do. Unfortunately, without magnesium, you won't absorb that vitamin D supplement. You need magnesium to take vitamin D from its inactive form to its active form. So that's why we see so many people that are like, I'm taking 5,000, 10,000 IU of, of vitamin D and, and it's not working. Nothing's, you know, my blood levels are staying the same. It's because you're not using that magnesium as well as K2 to really activate vitamin D. Wow. Again, that's so interesting because you hear all the time about how people are deficient in vitamin D and that that's one of those supplements that you can just take really without getting your levels tested because you can just assume that you need it. But yeah, that's such a good point if you're not absorbing it properly because you're missing those other like partner nutrients that it needs to absorb. That's so interesting. So I guess in terms of these products that you would use on your skin, what do you recommend specifically for that? Because as we mentioned, there's a lot of products out there that have stuff that you don't want to be putting on your skin. So yeah, so when it comes to topical magnesium, there's two forms. The first one is magnesium sulfate, and that's commonly known as Epsom salt. And Epsom salt is a fabulous way to bring up your magnesium levels. For me, it was like one of those old school remedies that our grandparents always told us, you know, oh, you're sore, you have cramps, take an Epsom salt bath. You know, they were right. They were completely right. Um, like much of what they said, they were right. Um, so yeah, Epsom salts, they're readily available. You can find them at local grocery stores, pharmacies, health food stores for like $5, super cheap. You'll want to take two cups of Epsom salt and throw it into a bathtub. So for about 20 minutes, and I always tell people aim for two to three times a week doing this, 
But realistically, I know that not everybody has the luxury of time to soak in their tub two to three times a week, although that would be a dream. So an alternative is to do the same thing with a basin and soak your feet in it. So you take a basin of warm water, throw the two cups of Epsom salt in there, and that can be done while you're working, while you're on the computer, watching TV, that type of thing. So that's a kind of fast and easy way to get more magnesium into your life. And then the second way is magnesium chloride. Chloride can often be found in a spray or a lotion, that type of thing. And that's what um, that initial 2017 study, that's what that was done on magnesium chloride. So it's very, very fast, very, very effective. Um, if you do use a concentrated spray or oil, it is chloride. Chloride is a salt. So it may be drying on your skin or even you know, a little itchy because it is a concentrated salt. So be aware of that. Um, if you do find that it irritates your skin, you can do it for 20 minutes, spray it on your skin, and then hop into the shower afterwards. Um, or alternatively, you can use a magnesium lotion or a cream that has a, a high concentration of magnesium chloride in it, and it won't get itchy or irritate your skin. Got it. And is there a specific brand out there? Because I, I mean, I've never even heard of this or seen this. <laughs> so yeah, so well, well, in, in my story, I started with the magnesium chloride spray, and it was itchy and drying and irritating. So I used it because I knew it helped, but it irritated my skin so much. So I started kind of playing around with magnesium creams and lotions that I found online. Um, and there are a lot of great ones out there. The two things you do have to be aware of is one, the toxic ingredients. A lot of companies will throw the baddies like the parabens and the, the sulfates and all those yuckies that we try and stay away with. Or secondly, there's a lot of people like DIYing it on Etsy, that kind of thing, making their own magnesium cream at home, which is great. But um, oftentimes it doesn't have a high enough concentration of chloride that you need in order to really feel the benefits. So when I went down this journey, I just decided, let me create my own. <laughs> and so I worked with um, six different chemists from literally all around the world for two years to be able to create a cream that's not only natural, but also has a really high concentration of chloride in it. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And is something that you at all had done previously, like in the beauty space at all, or this was just nope. truly like, I need the perfect product. So I should just make it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's exactly what happened. I owned a natural store. So I, you know, we, we brought, I had products from all sorts of different distributors and retailers and people. Um, but I, didn't find what I was looking for. I wanted something that smelled good, that people that felt really good on your skin so that you would use it. Cause I found that with magnesium chloride sprays, everybody's like, wow, it works so great, but they didn't want to use it cause it itched and irritated their skin. So um, I wanted something that people would be excited about using. Um, and I had never developed a product before. I literally sold my store. Like I put my store on the market, sold it within a couple of weeks and used that to start this product line because I believed in it so, 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 so much. That is such an amazing story. And how did you kind of, cause I mean, I'm sure so many people have things like dreams and stuff like that, that they would love to do, but would always be so scared to take the plunge. What is kind of like, what was your first steps towards even figuring it out? Like creating a product just for most people is like, how do you even begin? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I went to a very cool school called YouTube University. <laughs> I, I mean, I spent so much time on YouTube just and, and like just researching and reading. I read so many books. Um, and for me, it was it, it's been a divine calling, um, definitely a spiritual calling. It was a lot of prayer that went into it. Um, and I thought, you know, this this needs to happen. Like people need this. It, it's it's 
it, it, it was a mission for me more than anything else. Um, so um, we launched about a year and a half ago, of course, during a pandemic, which was crazy. Um, but we've sold out six times and we're actually sold out right now. I'm about to restock with my manufacturer today. Um, so it's been really, really life changing for a lot of people. And, and hearing those stories of people um, like I just got a message from a woman who's going through chemo right now and she can't sleep and she's been using the magnesium cream and she's like, I'm finally getting some rest so I can recover from chemo. And so like when I hear those stories, it's been like, it gives me chills. Yeah. Wow. That is so amazing. So brave and so exciting that people are finding it too. Cause that's the other thing also, when you start your own thing and you really believe in it, but it's like, how do I get the word out there? So has it been mostly you're, you're selling on your own website? Have you found retailers that pick it up and that kind of helps spread the word? I'm really excited to be part of spreading the word. <laughs> um, yeah, so I haven't gotten into retails. I've just been doing direct to customer. Um, and I've, I've spent, I made it my mission to educate people about magnesium because to me, that is number one. Like you don't have to use my product. You can use Epsom salt. You can, you know, eat those green leafy vegetables. You can grab a magnesium pill at the store. Like I'm all about educating people simply about ma magnesium. That is my number one priority is to really, really get the word out about that. And I think through that, because I made that my mission, um, that's what made, made the word kind of get out. Um, so people come to hear about magnesium and then they're like, well, let me try this product. And then they're using that. Then they're telling their friends and their coworkers and their, their family, and it's just kind of spread organically like that. So um, I kind of, I feel like I'm, I'm doing something that really makes a difference because people are learning about this mineral and and hopefully changing their lives and their lifestyles, you know? Yeah, I mean, even to think when you were saying before, you went through this whole journey of discovering it, you were like barely sleeping so over, I mean, you never would have been able to create something like this from that place. So it just comes so full circle that magnesium was able to like give all this to you and you are giving that to other people. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like that, I think back on that time in my life and I'm like, I, it was, it was so, so, so hard, but I also feel like it was such a divine tap on the shoulder to, Hey, you're not the only one. There's so, there's, you know, millions of people that feel the same way you do, you know? Yeah. And I think that's such a like powerful lesson too, for people who have something like that, that they're just scared to get started and seeing it as being like, there is a reason for going through the pain and suffering and stuff that's associated with it. It is to kind of, if you want it to be, of course, to help other people that are going through it and like the part that you can play in that. Absolutely. There's a, there's um, a scripture that talks about beauty from ashes and how you can take something that's just awful, that totally burned down to ground and turn it into something beautiful. If you look at it that way, if you take that, that perspective, you know? Totally. Wow. I love that. <laughs> um, something that I ask a lot of people to come on the show is kind of like, what are their habits? So I guess for you, it would be like, kind of what are those magnesium supporting habits that are still very much a part of your day? And I'd also be interested to hear from the lens of being your own business owner and all of that, like if there are certain habits and things that help to support you in that as well. Yes, absolutely. So um, when it comes to, well, when it comes to magnesium habits, <laughs> I am um, typically my day looks like I wake up, you know, I put magnesium on my skin in the morning. So um, I do that because my kids getting them out to school and getting everybody where they need to be, it can be hectic. And because I'm prone to anxiety, I try and 
kind of catch it before it happens. <laughs> so I usually will use some magnesium on my chest and my shoulders and the back of my neck just to kind of keep me cool in the morning. Um, and then typically I'll, you know, I, I get right to work in the mornings. As soon as the kids are out the house, I'm right on the computer getting work done, that type of thing. And then I always make it a habit to exercise. Um, lately I've been working out in an infrared sauna at like 125 degrees because sweating is such an incredibly underrated detox pathway. Like getting all those yuckiness out of your pores is really, really effective. And then exercise, exercise is just great for your mental and physical health. So I always try and work out in a sauna, but the more you sweat, the more you sweat, the more magnesium you lose as, along with potassium and sodium, you know, all of our electrolytes. And so many people aim for like drinking a Gatorade or even a coconut water. Unfortunately, those, while they're high in potassium and they have sodium in it, they're not very high in magnesium. So it's always important to replenish your magnesium after a hard workout. So I always will use um, uh, magnesium cream, especially on my legs. If I'm doing squats or a leg workout, really helps get the lactic acid out of your muscles and relieve soreness. Um, and then in the afternoons, that's usually when I start to kind of come down off the coffee rush from the morning, you know, so I will typically um, supplement with some magnesium malate. Malate in particular is really good for fatigue. So instead of reaching for a cup of coffee or a soda or a caffeinated beverage, I use magnesium malate to kind of get me up and running again. And then in the evenings, I'll typically use um, magnesium cream before I go to bed to prevent leg cramps. And um, if I'm having a really, really rough day, then I'll do magnesium glycinate as well. Magnesium glycinate is particularly effective for insomnia. So if you are struggling with sleep, glycinate will be your best friend. Got it. And for those ones that you mentioned that are not topical ones that you offer with your brand, is there a brand of supplements that you trust and feel like is clean and, and potent and all of that? I'm finding that right now I'm still really deep in the research. I haven't found one that I've been like super overwhelmingly happy and excited about, but I'm trying out three different brands right now. So we'll see. Hopefully I'll have an answer for that question soon. Great. Hopefully by the time this comes out, <laughs> we can put in the show notes, the one that you would recommend. And then in terms of as a business owner, is there any particular habits, maybe in like mindset things, stuff like that? Again, if anyone's listening to this and is like, wow, I want to start a brand and maybe I can do it. <laughs> um, there's two things. The first is um, have cheerleaders in your life, like whether that's your spouse, your best friend, your sister, your mom you you will need somebody to help get you out of those dark thoughts. Um, I always joke that I quit at least three times a week. <laughs> and so, cause it's overwhelming and it is one of the hardest things I've ever done. Um, so it's definitely not for the weak at heart or the faint at heart, but every single time I feel like quitting, throwing my arms up in the air saying, I can't do this anymore. I am blessed with the world's most incredible husband on earth. And he, he'll he let me have my temper tantrum where I'm like, I can't do this. And then he's like, okay, all right, you're not quitting. You're going to keep going. You've got this. Look how far you've come. You know, he's really good at being my cheerleader. So if you are going to, you know, go on a venture like this, and it doesn't necessarily mean a business. It could be, you know, you know, com completing a marathon, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, if you're going to do something hard, make sure you've got somebody in your life that can lift you up when you, when you fall down. Um, and then the second thing that I, that is something I'm learning and I'm trying to pr practice more in my life is having time where you're not doing anything at all. 
not reading, not watching TV, not taking just literally quiet time, even if it's just five minutes. And I think we underestimate how powerful that can be, but literally just sitting in silence, not while you're driving, not while you're doing just, just sitting in silence for five minutes a day can make a world of difference. And whether that's you meditating or that's you praying or that's you just sitting in silence, it can really make a huge difference in your life. I love that. And I love, you know, because I have so many people on the show, me included, will talk about the benefits of meditation. And I think sometimes people are kind of like, all right, I got a meditation. <laughs> and, you know, it's sort of is like people feel like they have a hard time knowing if they're doing it right and all of that kind of stuff. But I think just putting it that way, like the five minutes of silence is like we can all execute on that and be like, I did it. <laughs> like it's more tangible. Mm -hmm. And even if you're not like, quote unquote, meditating or praying or whatever it may be, you got to get something out of that because we never do it. Mm -hmm. We don't. We're so like, if you think about like, I, I used to have a terrible habit as the minute I wake up, I grab my phone and then I'm checking emails and social media posts and stuff like that. And that would start my day and that would end my day. Like I'd be going, going, going. And then when I get into bed, okay, one last check of phone and email and stuff like that. And I realized there is zero space in my life for just quiet time. Like your brain needs that active rest time. It, it just like any other muscle in our body, we need rest, you know? So true. So true. I love that. And I guess, is there anything else you think we should, I feel like we've covered so much on the magnesium topic. Is there anything that you feel like we haven't talked about that you definitely want to make sure the audience knows? So one of the big questions that I get asked regularly is how much magnesium should I be taking? <laughs> you know, so, you know, your of course, your first line of defense is your food. Make sure you're eating all the right foods that are nice and high in magnesium. But if you are going to supplement the recommended daily allowance for magnesium is 350 to 400 milligrams per day. Um, I tell people use that as a jumping off point because the RDA was created to keep healthy people healthy. So if you are in deficiency, it's likely you may need more um, magnesium at first. Um, and you also have to account for the fact that what a person who weighs 120 pounds versus somebody who weighs 420 pounds their magnesium needs are going to be very, very different. So adjust accordingly. And um, when you do start taking magnesium, especially if you're going to use an oral supplement, um, start low and slow and work your way up and spread out your doses throughout the day. So if you're aiming for 300 milligrams in a day, you might want to do hundred in the morning, hundred in the afternoon and hundred at night. So your body, so you give so your body some time to adjust. And then in terms of, cause I know we talked about when you take it, orally, like it can take longer to kick in. Like how long do you kind of recommend people stick with that base amount before they're kind of like, I don't know if this is really doing what I need it to, or you kind of suggest at that point to be using topical as well to get those more immediate effects. Yeah. For immediate effects, always go with topical. So if you're dealing with like a headache or if you're dealing with the leg cramps or restless legs and you want to feel better right now, <laughs> use topical. Um, but for just regular maintenance doses, that kind of thing, you know, oral is also a great option. I take it myself um, just to fill in those gaps um, and, and to make up for lost magnesium. So like I said, I, I exercise a lot. I'm in the sauna. I'm in Florida. I'm constantly sweating. It's so hot. So you're constantly losing magnesium. So um, taking an oral supplement or even using topical is a great way to kind of fill in those gaps. Got it. And for people, I mean, in general, it's probably a good idea to, to be doing both. 
would you say? Okay. Yeah, I, I would, I, I personally, you know, that's what I believe. Absolutely. And like you were saying, all of those reasons that depleted too, you were saying all the healthy reasons, but I'm sure other people are like, well, I'm not going to stop drinking alcohol. <laughs> so like keeping in mind those things too, understanding that you're depleting it consistently, like in everyday life. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's no, it's no coincidence that the symptoms of a hangover are the same symptoms of magnesium deficiency, you know, headaches and mental fog and fatigue and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, if you're going to, you know, hit the wine bottle, then definitely make sure you're supplementing accordingly. Well, great. This was so helpful. I'm like, I need to order some of this magnesium lotion and give it a try and definitely recommend it. I have so many people in mind already that I can't wait to tell about this conversation. So I'm so happy you were here talking about this. And I would love to just know, I ask everyone on the show, what's one toxic thing that you've released that's had a major impact on your life? So that is an incredible question. And, and surprisingly, it has nothing to do with magnesium, <laughs> but, um, and I'm actively releasing this. So I haven't quite got it hundred percent figured out, but I'm actively trying to release busyness in my life. So busyness stops you from growth. It stops you from so much. Um, it stops you from, from self-care. It's, you know, when you're going, 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 and you don't have time for you, um, then it's really hard to get your nutrition in order. It's hard to prepare your meals. It's hard to spend time with loved ones. It's hard to just read a book and have some growth, you know, that type of thing. So I'm actively getting rid of busyness in my life. I, I feel like that's so powerful to say, because I think we, our culture is like, you are valued by how busy you are. It's like, everyone's trying to like out busy the next person. <laughs> and it's so true. It is, especially again, you mentioned you have a family, you have a business. I mean, you are busy, but we like to keep ourselves more busy than we need to be kind of thing. And yes, allowing yourself to really prioritize and allow space for the things that really matter, like quality time and taking care of yourself and all of that is huge. Oh yeah. And I think as, as a woman, it sometimes can be very hard to say no, um, when people ask something of you and that's, um, definitely tied to the busyness that I deal with is sure. I'll do that. Sure. No problem. And, and I need to be saying, no, I will not do that. Or no, I don't have time for that right now. So yeah, absolutely. I, my next question was going to be like, I know you said you're in the process of it, but kind of like, what are the ways that you're like actively working on it? So like, that would be one of them, like sit, learning to say no to things. Is there anything else that's like practical that if someone's like, wow, I'm, I want to work on this too, like what's something they could try? Um, being organized. So I think we really, um, undervalue organization. Like we've got so many ways to stay organized. We've got planners on our phone. We've got Google calendar. We've got this, that, and the other thing that, the process of being organized can be a little disorganized, if that makes sense. So I'm actively simplifying my organization process. So my goal is to be like, all right, Mondays, these are my main tasks. Tuesdays, these are my main tasks. So that I know every day has a responsibility. And that way I don't add more to my plate that I, that I, than I can handle. Yeah. I love that. Cause organization in and of itself, some people are like, well, that's overwhelming. <laughs> that's a full-time job kind of thing. But like you said, it, it's almost like a version of automation to be like, well, this is just what I do on these days and not like overcomplicating things, which we all love to do. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's hard sometimes, you know, when you have kids and a family and responsibilities, you know, somebody throws a wrench into your plans for that day. And it seems like everything else spirals but it's being in control and being mindful of that, that really, I think makes a difference. 
And it's probably also, and this is something I'm learning too, is like, we think we can do so much more in any given day. So kind of actually giving ourselves like expectations that make sense. So if, you know, when things inevitably come up, it's almost like there's already that buffer time in your day and it doesn't just like throw the whole thing for a loop and then it's all a mess. That is so true. Like that is gold, what you just said. Like, I mean, I kind of feel like I need to rewind this and hear that again, but that is hundred percent. Like, cause we do, we like, I, I tend to be a, a type A person, like go, 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 go. Yes. I'm superwoman. I can do it all. And you can't like, it's physically impossible. There's only 24 hours in a day. So yeah. Giving yourself realistic goals can make a huge difference. Totally. Totally. Well, I mean, I could sit here and chat with you forever, (laughs) but I would love for you to share how people will link up to everything in the show notes, but how people can connect with you, where they can find your products. If you have a favorite product that people should start with. Absolutely. So I can be found um, across social media at at berootedin.com. So Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, I'm really, really, really active on TikTok. And I do respond to comments and I do answer questions. So if you have questions, send them to me. I'm, I'm a real person. I will respond. So um, that's how you can find me on social media. My website is at, I'm sorry, is www.berootedin.com. And then I do have a, um, I've collected five years of research and put them into an ebook that I give for free. And it just covers everything from the different types of magnesium, different foods that are high in magnesium, which, um, which issues are associated with magnesium deficiency, how to spot it, um, how much magnesium to aim for in a day, that type of thing. And that can be found at berootedin.com backslash magnesium. Amazing. And then is there a, a product that you recommend people starting with or is it, is there just one on the site? Um, we, I only offer three products. I have a formula for sleep called rest, which is our best selling product hands down. Um, I think people are just really struggling with sleep nowadays. So that's, it's been really popular. And then our other two formulas are tranquility, which is formulated to help with stress. It's got a ton of magnesium in it, but it's also got ashwagandha and rhodiola and Tulsi and some really great herbs that really can calm down the nervous system. And then our last formula is relief. And that one has magnesium as well, but it's also got Arnica and white willow bark and wintergreen. So it's particularly effective for aches and pains and cramping. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. We'll be sure obviously to link up to all of that in the show notes. And thank you so much for being here. This was so interesting. And again, I can't wait to like run out and tell everybody about it. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for having me on. And thanks for what you're doing to spread health and wellness to people and and really have a platform that can help people. So that's amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, I hope you guys love that one as much as I did. Natalie was just, I mean, so informative, such an expert and just so inspirational how she's just on a mission to help people to understand how this could really be the answer to so many of the issues that they're experiencing. So here are my big takeaways from our conversation. Number one, magnesium is vital to so many functions in our body. So when we're deficient, the symptoms can be widespread, including headaches, restless leg, muscle cramping, depression, anxiety, hormone imbalances, and that's not even the exhaustive list. Number two is 70% of the U.S. population is not getting enough adequate magnesium from their diet due to soil depletion, poor diet, and habits that deplete magnesium like caffeine, alcohol, and sugar. And also just to note, not that this is a bad thing, this is a great thing, but sweating also depletes it. 
Number three, when testing for magnesium, get a magnesium RBC test or an HTMA test. The serum test may be covered by insurance, but it's not as effective. And depending on where you live, access to practitioners who test this way may be limited, but you can test for it as well. So you just kind of have to feel out what the situation is where you live. Number four, you can't supplement your way out of a bad diet and unhealthy lifestyle. So always start by addressing that first and choosing foods high in magnesium like leafy greens, nuts, and seeds. But using topical and oral supplements along with a healthy diet and lifestyle is ideal to fill in the gaps. Number five, 350 to 400 milligrams per day is the recommendation for oral supplementation. This is to keep healthy people healthy. So if you're deficient, you may need more, but when you're going taking orally, just start low and slow and spread out your doses throughout the day. Number six, topical magnesium is fast acting and allows for targeted use and gets the overall levels in your body up faster. So options for this are Epsom salts, sprays, or lotions. And when you're shopping for lotions, beware of toxic ingredients and ineffective levels of magnesium. So obviously I'm gonna recommend that you just go for Be Rooted In, which is what Natalie created. That's definitely your best bet. Number seven, you can turn the most challenging things in your life into a gift. Number eight, tips to remember if you want to start a business are to be sure to have a support system to pick you up when you're down and spending five minutes in silence each day to center yourself. And number nine, learn to release busyness because it stops us from actually growing and taking care of ourselves. So again, I hope you guys enjoyed this one as much as I did, and I would love to hear what you thought about it. You can reach out to me at on Instagram at the.detox.diaries. And if you're enjoying the show, I would love if you would leave a rating and review. It is the best way to support the show. So thank you again for being here and I will see you in a couple weeks. Bye.